Before this episode starts, I'm letting you know that there is no talk about COVID-19, as I feel the subject has been talked about through various medias in as many opinions or thoughts possible. However, I am aware and am praying for peace and for the safety of us all. If you need prayer or to talk, feel free to contact me through this podcast's Instagram at CountUpwards. All verses mentioned are in the description and will be posted on Counting Up's Instagram at CountUpwards. Hi, hello, welcome back to Counting Up. Quick apology for any sounds. Um, it's windy again today, so please forbear with me on that. Today we're going to be talking about friendship. Friendship is very important in one's life, of course, and it can really affect you. I hope that what I say in this episode can be helpful or can be interesting to think about. Having friends is quite difficult. They are equally as difficult as if you had a romantic partner because you have to put a lot into it not the same things, but it can be very difficult physically and mentally. And it's really important that we know this and understand that it is important that we keep ourselves in a good place with our friends and they can really affect how you feel in everyday life. If you don't have the right friends, you can feel quite depressed or anxious and that can really affect you with your work or schoolwork. First thing I want to talk about is how to know when a friendship is toxic, which is really important to know, as I said before, can really have a big effect on you. And if your friendship is toxic, you should make some steps in resolving it or fixing it, depending on your situation. Now, I went online and looked up a list of some things that a toxic relationship can be. And I'll leave a link to it in the description (laughs) so that you can check it out if you are wanting to. I will also leave it on my Instagram on my next post, um, on my post about this episode. So if you want to read that list and properly think it over and be able to see it, yeah, it will be in the description and also on my Instagram. Okay, so the first thing is... There is a lot of drama around your friend. This can be they are always complaining to you about things or they're always arguing with someone or, you know, just drama, basically. The second thing is everything is about them. So they don't care what you think or feel or it feels like that anyway. And they're always talking about themselves. The third is they can put you down, as in they can make you feel bad about yourself and or if you're depressed, they could be putting you down for being depressed. Like, oh, you're, you're depressed now, are you? Well, my life sucks, so why are you depressed? Or something like that, which is not good. Third one is they're competitive with you, as in they are always competing with you in school, or in your troubles even, or they can be competitive in relationships or friendships and they could be trying to make you jealous of them or or they are trying to make it about themselves again, (laughs) yeah. The 
fifth one is that they copy you. This could be in the way you dress, in what you buy, in what you do. Sixth, um, they don't respect your boundaries. This is a, a big one. If you are saying that you don't want to talk to them right now or you don't aren't feeling up to something or you don't want them to touch you in a certain way, they ignore it and make you feel bad for it even for having those boundaries in the first place, even though that is what is making you feel comfortable. The seventh one, they are needy. This could be that they want you around all the time or they want your attention all the time. Next one is they are jealous of your other friends and they might want to pull you away from them, which is very serious. Next, you feel responsible for them. This is pretty explanatory. Um, yeah. Um, they can be hypocritical, telling you off the things and doing it themselves. Now, for this one, I need a quick note on that. Since most people can be or will be hypocritical, but I feel like in this situation it's either very hypocritical or the way that they told you off in the first place was quite aggressive or over the top. And then they did it themselves afterwards. And if you point it out, they don't think it applies to them. Um, they can lie about things for sympathy, your sympathy or people around them. I also think that it's not on the list, but I think that Sometimes a toxic friend can lie about bad things happening to them so that they sound like they're having a worse time than you, which can fall into the competitive area. But, yeah. And the last one, you're on edge around them. Basically, this would be you feeling uncomfortable, uh, sad, depressed, anxious, and, yeah. I also wrote my own list. I also wrote my own list about what a toxic friend could be and when you listen to this list and when you look through the other list and think about that list, I want you to think about yourself as well as other people because it's important that we don't be toxic ourselves in the friendship and I have been a few times. You don't want to be like that then that makes you hypocritical I guess. So please keep that in mind to think about yourself in this situation as well so that you don't be toxic to other people. The first thing I wrote is they don't listen or make efforts in the friendship. Um, this could be in any sort of friendship sometimes, I feel. But if they really are toxic or a bad friend, this could be over the top or all the time or always. But I do believe most friends have done that once in a while, but this shouldn't be done. And generally, if they are a good friend, they won't do it again or much. Like, we have to be, we have to be a little forgiving with our friends because, well, they're humans. Um, the second one, they make you feel ashamed. And what I mean by that is if you do something, whether it's good or bad, they not only tell you off, but they always talk about it and they always make you feel bad about it. Now, I'm a true advocate 
for a friend telling another friend to be better than they actually are, but I don't think that you should feel ashamed around them or that they should make you feel ashamed, you know. That isn't a good thing to be ashamed. And if you're feeling ashamed for something that is good, like an accomplishment or how you dress and you feel happy in it or doing it and they feel ashamed, make you feel ashamed for that, that is not that is not okay. If you like certain kinds of music, they should be supportive of you, even if they don't exactly approve or whatever. That, I think, is important. Next, they talk behind your back. Uh, this one's a big one, I think. Well, they're all big ones, but... No one should be talking behind your back. That is gossip. That is not good. If they are talking behind your back, please talk to them or make other steps. <laughs> um, they accuse you of things you say or do. Now, by this, I don't mean the same thing as ashamed, make you feel ashamed. I mean that if you say something, they will instantly think that it's a bad thing that you said or it's meant to be offensive. For example, you could say, oh, you wrote a lot of things there, then instantly they're like, oh, well, that's not fair, I'm writing what I want to write and like no one else was doing it and things like that, that isn't a good thing. They shouldn't be instantly jumping down your throat for things you say. And yes, I do think you can say the wrong thing sometimes, but if you're always saying things and they're instantly finding faults in what you're saying and instantly being defensive or upset then you should really talk about that with them and even after you talk about that and explain and they still make you explain yourself every single time you say something that is not good um you feel bad around them now this is a little tie-in with you feel on edge but I kind of feel like they're a little different, so I wanted to put that in. Because on edge can... people might think on edge is a little bit more serious. And by feel bad around them, I mean when you're near them, they make you feel worthless or like you're a bit ignored. This kind of ties in with everything, I think. But I wanted to just make sure it's in there. Um... Last, if you are upset, they ignore you or put you down. This again ties in with the other list, but I wanted to, again, put it in specifically because I think that's important that we do know that that's a bad thing. I know it's like kind of obvious that's a bad thing, but yeah, I wanted to put it in in its own specific category just to make sure that it's there, basically. Now, let me just explain what I mean by that. Is this is important that we change if we expect other people. This could be you feeling anxious or depressed and they don't notice or care. Like, I know some people aren't observant, but I do feel like friends should be noticing things like that. This could just mean that they're a bad friend. It doesn't mean they're toxic. It could just be that they need to change and you could be doing this too for all I know I don't know 
again, that's why I wanted you to listen to this list and begin to change yourself if you feel like you're not a good friend in this or in other things as well to love us properly and yeah you need to be a good friend to have good friends I believe if you have to do to be a better friend I have apologized over and over and over for the bad things I've done to my friends I still think about them constantly and it's hard to let that go because I know I'm a crap friend and I'm a bitch basically and that's really hard to think about that I've hurt so many people in my life already and I'm the thing I want to talk about is when you mess up and I've already hurt that many people but and I have tried to apologize to people I've hurt in the past I had my best to not I'm almost obsessed with apologizing and that isn't healthy I don't think to keep thinking about bad things you've done in the past to keep on feeling bad for something feeling guilty for something when you mess up just apologize <laughs> don't apologize like I do which is over and over and over and over and over again and whenever you feel bad about something you've done you go up and you say I'm sorry for everything I've ever done don't do that because you will be holding on to things you have done wrong forever and you need to let go to be able to change and I'm working on that I need to let go but I highly highly encourage you to let go when you do things like that next thing would be to talk about it if it's a situation that you think you should have a good conversation about it they're a toxic friend or you are a toxic friend maybe talk to each other communication is key to being a good friend a good husband wife girlfriend boyfriend family member anything of the sort communication is the most important thing to do so communicate with them if you have messed up. If that does not call for communication, then what do is um, let it go. If you have tried to make it up to them, if you have communicated with them, if you have apologised, and if they have accepted your apology or have not, you need to let it go and move forward and make a change. If you have done something bad, don't do it again. If you have said the wrong things, don't say it again. But don't think about it for hours and hours and hours every day. <laughs> I'm an overthinker. I do that. But I shouldn't and I'm working on that. Overthink it and stew over it. That is my best advice, is to let it go after you have apologised. To be a better friend. It's basically of how to be a better friend one don't do the crap I have done <laughs> big big point listen to them don't do what a toxic friend would do do the opposite um, care about them if your love language is gifts or if their love language is gifts and figuring out things that you know they love so that you can be a better friend for them 
Um, those are the tips, basically. I don't have that many. <laughs> Just uh, change when you do wrong and try to do good things. That's about it. Um, so why I wanted to do this podcast, basically it was because I had some trouble with some of my friends, one friend in particular, and the experience made me feel worthless and not important, and that really shook me, and it went on for at least five, four months of my life where I just felt really depressed, and I think it will always continue to be like that, but I'm doing my, but I'm doing my best to put myself away from the situation and and know it's not my fault. I've tried my best and that's all you can do really. And as a Christian or as a person in general, I think that we should be gracious to those who hurt us and forgive people even when hurts and I don't mean you have to embrace them the same way as you did before but not holding against them and thinking about it in that way I guess you have to let go and when you have a toxic friend quite often it's a bad experience if it's a good experience um, I'm glad (laughs) but most of the time it is a bad experience and it usually hurts both sides whether you are toxic or whether they are toxic and what you have done won't change you and make you a different person that it will only improve you and that you have a new chance whether it's with the same person or someone else eventually you'll have to Go past that and forgive. And know that if you did it yourself, you would want that forgiveness. You would beg for that forgiveness because you need you need to have companionship and know that. So yeah. The next thing I want to talk about is when you don't have friends. So I've talked a lot about when you have friends, when you have toxic friends, when you're a toxic friend, when you've done wrong, things that happen, my experience, I've talked about a lot of friendship, but if you don't have friends, that can be a big issue. When you don't have friends, you can blame yourself about not having friends. Don't blame yourself when you don't have friends. If you are cold and uh, mean and put down people, then blame yourself. (laughs) Change. Don't do that. But if you are making efforts, you're being nice, you're trying your best, then don't be too hard on yourself. It takes a while to make friends sometimes. Some people have friends flocking to them. They are just people magnets. Not everyone's going to be a people magnet, you know. 
I am not as much as I wish I would be. So I have to try and put in more effort than other people who might be easily making friends. Um, I'm homeschooled, so I don't have much opportunity to make friends. And if you're homeschooled, I highly suggest that you join clubs, activities, you know, sports, dance. <laughs> For me, it's dancing. Um, youth groups, if you're Christian. If you're not Christian, even go to youth groups quite often. That's a good place to make friends because it's a friendship breeding ground. It's like university the first year. Everyone wants to be friends. I highly recommend going to places if you don't have school. And if you do have school and nobody likes you at that school or it feels like that way, again, try and find something away from school where those people aren't there to make friends. And just be nice to them. Say hello and joke with them. Um, it can help if you observe people do, who do have friends to make friends and a big main thing to making friends is not to be a jerk <laughs> you know like don't be mean to someone or be cold I automatically go cold when I meet a new person because I get a bit of social anxiety that I am working on and if you can't help but do that don't worry people will be your friends anyway don't lose hope because you will eventually get friends even if it takes a few years. And that brings me to my next point. How to be happy while you wait or look for friends. As a Christian, I think that God is a great way to be happy. But if you're not Christian, try and find things that make you happy and things that you will thrive on. And that can also help you make friends. Like if you like computer games, play computer games, you know. Find hobbies that you like and do things that you like to do. Talk about things with, uh, spend time with your family and make friends online even if, or family allows that. Find other ways to be happy rather than spending time with friends. That is important, I feel, because if you have hobbies, then you have something to talk about when you do have friends. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so try to find things that make you happy and try to make yourself the best person you can be and try to grow and change. Read books, do schoolwork, work hard. Do things that can improve you and make you happy and fulfilled when you don't have friends or if you're looking for friends. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, of course, is Jesus. If you don't have friends or if you have friends who hurt you or you feel alone, Jesus is a friend. I believe that he, yes, he's our Lord, and yes, he's God of everything, but he's also our brother, our friend, and I find a lot of comfort from talking to him, and I find fulfillment by talking to him and growing to love him, and he will care for you no matter what you do, and he will always forgive your mistakes. He will always love you. He has abounding love, so he will most definitely be a great friend for you. If you don't have friends, I would highly suggest reading into the Bible and finding a different way of life. 
I know. I highly recommend Jesus as a friend. <laughs> He's got five stars from me. So if you feel like you're alone, Jesus will always be there for you. And he will always love you. To wrap this episode up, I have some verses for specific things. If you're not interested, you can stop listening now because it will basically be verses and then the last little bit. If you are planning on leaving, I would highly suggest going to the Instagram at countupwards if you want to get involved in the next episode, if you want to listen to me ramble, basically. Yes, thank you for listening to my ramblings. Okay, so bye-bye if you're planning on leaving and uh, we'll get into some Bible verses. If you don't want friends is the first subject I have verses for. Now, I don't think anyone should really go without friends, so verses on my opinion on that and what I think God thinks about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the first, Proverbs 15, 22. Friends fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Friends are good for that. If you want to make a decision or you need to make a decision or say something, friends are a good way of not making mistakes or falling short of something. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 10. Two are better than one because they have a good return for the labour. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But see anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Um, it's pretty explanatory. Friends can help you when you are through troubles. And the last Proverbs 27:17. Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. This is similar to the last verse. Basically, you are doing wrong, or you have said wrong. A friend can help you change. They can help you stop doing things. If you want to quit smoking, for example, a friend can be a good way to stop smoking by going up to them saying, hey, I need help quitting smoking. And they can be like, oh, sure, um, I won't let smoke go into your mouth, you know? No smoke in those lungs for a while, or ever. Basically, friends can be a good way to improve yourself. Like, here are some verses for choosing and being a good friend. Proverbs 22, verse 24 and 25. Friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered. Learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Now I think this proverb has a premise on it. You should be friends with other people who are, well, we're all sinners, but you should be friends with people who are problems or non-Christian if you're a Christian, it is advisable that you have friends that can build you up. You should and can have friends who aren't necessarily 
um, great people. Just be careful with whom you do make friends with. You can totally just be nice to them and keep them involved and not necessarily be their friends, you know, go out to dinner parties and things like that. I think there's a huge boundary line between different kinds of friends while still being nice and open to them, of course. Yes, so don't quote me on these things. These are just some explanations and reasonings behind these subjects. <laughs> Verse, Proverbs 18.24. Proverbs 13.20. The wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Um, this kind of ties in with the other one. And again, it does have boundaries upon who you do become friends with and who you do keep yourself with. I do believe that the group of people you hang out the most with should have more clean thoughts so that you can help each other grow. Because I know even when I watch a YouTube video that is a bit more worldly or they swear a lot, I begin to swear more and to think more like them. So it is important that you find people to spend time with that are more godly and can help you change and be a better person while still being friends with those who quite who aren't quite in that area of life. Um, Proverbs 17, 17. Loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of ad adversity. Basically, God wants you to love everyone, and if you are a friend, you should be there for them. Proverbs 12, 26. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The be careful who you choose your friends to be, your close friends, and be careful who you associate yourself with while still being nice to those who aren't quite there, you know. There's a big, there's a line basically in all of these proverbs, I believe. Uh, next verse, Proverbs 27, 5 to 6 is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Basically, um, God wants you to um, receive criticism or rebukes from your friends and also your family, of course. And he also wants you to have the courage to rebuke your, other, your friends, of course, in the right way and for the right things. Because if a friend uh, wounds you, it is better than an enemy who kisses you, obviously. An f enemy's friendship is worse than a friend's harsh words. Because if, a, if you're a true friend, you only say those words out of love and for a reason. I don't mean some kind of abusive, oh, I said it to change you, to make you a better person. I mean, a true friend who tells you to stop doing something because you are hurting someone else. That kind of friend. Uh, the last verse is Proverbs 
17, 9. Whoever would foster love covers over an offence, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So basically, don't keep talking about someone's faults or your own. And let there be forgiveness and change. Don't hold on to things, as I have said. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last verses I want to read are about Jesus, our best friend, if we wish him to be. 15, 13. Love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. That is what Jesus did. He laid his life down for us, who he believes are his friends. Proverbs 18, 24. His unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Again, Jesus, he sticks closer than a brother. He loves you unconditionally through everything. And no matter what you do, he still loves you and is always there for you and will always listen to you. The last verse, John 15, 15. No longer call you servants because the servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. This declares that we're his friends. He... Basically, Jesus declares that we are his friends and he loves us. And he explains it very logically that <laughs> you can't be friends with a servant when the servant knows just as much as you do. <laughs> Servants don't have the same thing as a master does. But when you are friends, you talk about everything. Thanks for listening. If you would like to be involved with this podcast, follow Counting Up's Instagram at Count Upwards. I post encouragements, information, and eventually, eventually what I discuss in the episode will be decided by the listeners, aka you, if you wish it. So if you are interested, then head over to U N T U P W A R D S, all lowercase and no spaces. Thank you, and um, I'll talk to you next month.